Hello and welcome to Connecting to Host. In this episode, we're going to be bringing up all the co-op highlights from E3 2017. What a roller coaster of a ride E3 was this year with the announcement of the Xbox One X, formerly known as Scorpio, and a whole bunch of AAA VR experiences like Doom and Skyrim. The lineup had some pretty pleasant surprises, including Wolfenstein 2, Metro Exodus, and a new Metroid Prime, along with some familiar faces like Shadow of War and Far Cry 5. <laughs> there was also some pretty batshit crazy moments like <laughs> Mario's hat and moustache, mind-controlling a dinosaur, and that uh, Mario and Rabbids game, which we might talk about later. So yeah, without further ado, I think we should just crack right on and focus just on the co-op parts of E3. You've probably heard news from all the other parts all over the web, so we're just going to talk about the co-op parts and the favourite games that we think are going to be awesome to play together. Do you want to yeah. kick us off, Ben? Sure. I'm going to pick one that I don't think... Uh, I mean, E3 this year, more than most years, was mainly sequels. Uh, there was an awful lot of sequels announced with things like... Um, uh, what's it? What's that? What's that annoying one that I don't like? That's on PlayStation. That you play Destiny, Destiny Two. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah, you've got things like Wolfenstein Two. Uh, you've got your things like uh, State of Decay Two, um, and we've got Star Wars Battlefront Two. Um, and I don't <laughs> think we ever played the original together because you bought it on PlayStation Four and I bought it on Xbox One, um, mm. and so I ended up just playing it with randomers online, uh, and you played it with some friends for a little bit, and you didn't like it enough to buy it again on Xbox. Which is fair no. enough. Would have been a book to uh, pay 40 quid twice. Yeah. I mean, this one, I mean, Star Wars Battlefront 2, uh, it really is just more of the same. I mean, it, it seems to me very much like how Titanfall 2 is to Titanfall, where Titanfall was a multiplayer online game where they had a, quote, single-player campaign that was <laughs> utterly shite. Um, and then they got criticized for it because it was terrible and so then when they did the sequel they were like hey this multiplayer game that we made look at this sweet ass single player mode we got uh, and that's basically what star wars battlefront 2 has been all about everyone's just been focused on the single player oh look there's actual decent single player now rather than just a few little bits where you jump around tatooine shooting random things uh so <laughs> I, I, the multiplayer aspect of it is getting quite a lot of love as well though there's um a big focus on heroes uh, there's mm. supposed to be like a skill system now where you can level up your grunt basically and skills will be transferable between them rather than just being solely based on item pickups which sounds interesting uh there's going to be a whole swathe of content across the, the star wars uh universe it's not just limited to uh sort of empire strikes back territory as the first one was uh, they've already confirmed like a lot of the stuff from uh, episode seven and eight are going to be in there um i saw a video showing a dogfight over uh naboo with the little mm, Naboo yellow cool. sperm fighter things. Uh, so it, it seems to be like the whole universe, which is nice. Probably not Clone Wars or the cartoon part of it. <laughs> uh, but everything else is pretty much up for grabs. So I think I think it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I really enjoyed the original game because we'd sort of... We hadn't stopped playing Titanfall, but we weren't playing it as much... Uh, and I was looking for something else to sort of replace that. And this did take over for me for probably about a month. I probably spent mm. a solid month, maybe about mm, 60, 70 hours playing it and really enjoyed it um, and got pretty good at it. I like the fact that there's no reload because it's obviously like lasers that you're firing and blasters. 
I thought um, um, I thought mechanically it was good. it was nice, but it was just a little bit simple. So I really hope that they flesh it out in the sequel and add a a bit more depth to it. That's all I felt. It was kind of I liked it and it looked and felt amazing like Star Wars, um, but overall I just a little bit lacking for me. So I think hmm. I'm pretty excited from what I've heard from this one. I think it could fill in a lot of those gaps. And one of the big problems was that the big like 40 player ones where it suffers in the same way that all of these big games suffer where you spawn you're one person out of 40 running across a white scene and then someone shoots you and you're dead and then you respawn and you die and you respawn and you die and you're like oh i don't want to play this and you then you get start good, getting ben. better and then when you get but when you get good you start being that douchebag that's just sad <laughs> Picking people off from a distance, like boom! I'm so awesome in this game. Headshot, 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 headshot. Just <laughs> killing the same guy, respawning constantly. So there is a certain amount of eh. now. To be honest, I didn't like the heroes side of it, so I'm not that fussed about that. But in you know what case, I liked that- in the first one, and that was the um, there was the survival mode, and I liked yeah. it, but there wasn't enough to it. It was too limited to two players and. You could play one of four stages on easy, medium, or hard, and the arenas were middling size, not as big as the regular maps. But I really liked the concept of that, and I hope that now they've got all the foundations in place, they have a bit more time to add some more of that. I mean, if that was four players and slight more variation in that kind of wave-based survival, it would have been super awesome. I would have uh, maybe picked it up twice if I could have played that more. So the question is... And I'll be quick because I know we wanna, we've got a lot of games to get through. But will you be buying it on PlayStation or Xbox? Because mm. obviously you're not going to buy it on PC because you don't want to play against <laughs> PC players. <laughs> I want to have a chance, basically, without yeah. devoting my life to it. That's the main reason. Yeah, that's tough. That is tough. I have to wait and see. But maybe it's good enough to buy on both. That is my hope. So. Interesting, interesting. That really... Wishy-washy answer. I like it. What's, what's, <laughs> what's your first game? <laughs> what's your first game you're bringing to the table? Yeah, so this one really excited me when I saw it on the. Um, I saw it on one of the live reveals. I stayed up super late to watch a lot of the, a lot of the the videos. But um, this was a way out, which is a co-op only action adventure game where your the whole premise is that you do a prison break and then you have to stay on the run afterwards. Um, so the game is only going to be played in split screen. You can play it online, but that means you can always see what the other person is doing. Um, there's no single player at all, like I said, so you have to play it together because a lot of the the puzzles are going to require you to, to work together, both in way of timing, but also to solve the puzzles. So you might have to distract a guard, say, while I sneak into the laundry room and get a certain item and then come back out again without being noticed. So maybe you'll go up and, and chat to the guard. But because the two games, two games, the sort of two characters run fairly independently, one of you can be in a cutscene chatting to a guard while the other one is, is rushing off and doing something. So, um, but it looks really cool. The styling That sounds really fun. interesting. I think it's uh, kind of like 80s, it had that 80s kind of feel to it at least, with um, once you've got out and you're on the run trying to run away from the cops. And then there's some fairly deep story underneath it by the looks of things. You've got to try and get out to get revenge or get out because you've been incorrectly incarcerated. So I think that's going to be a definite for you and I to play. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it sounds it. We're going to have to wait till Q2 of 2018 for that. 
Yeah, it's a long wait. <laughs> what what platforms is it on? That's a good question. Um, I'm wrecking I mean, if my memory. It's on PC. We'll play it on PC. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm almost certain I saw it on the Xbox. You know, when you've had watched all the streams, they kind of merged together a little bit when it comes to the games. But I'm almost it certain it was an Xbox EA one. game. Um, was it one that EA announced during? The Xbox announcement. I seem to remember of mentioning. Oh yeah, it yeah, that was it. It was the EA one, and it's um, it's coming to all the platforms. I think everything. so. It's going to be on Windows, everything PlayStation, and Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, cool. I think that's going to be really cool. It's just uh, that's good. We have to you, wait almost a year for it. But. You had me at '80s Prison Break. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool. My, my next one is really quick. It's, because I, I really don't have much to say about it, because to be honest, not much has been released about it. Uh, and that is Far Cry 5. Now, I absolutely loved Far Cry 4, um, and we've sort of had a pin in it for a long time for us to play it co-op. Um, I completed it single-player on the Xbox. Um, I've played a little bit on the PC, and I'm keen to do the co-op bits of it. Mm. But that's just it. They're just little co-op bits. That it's, it's kind of more like the Forza Horizon-style co-op, where one of you enters the other's world and can help them with yeah. their missions but you don't really get shit for it you get a little bit of xp or something so mm. it's not you know it's not a full co-op experience it's not like dying light or something uh, now far cry 3 had full co-op um, and so far cry 5 is sort of going back to that full style where you can play mm. through the whole game together uh, which will be awesome it's um set in montana you're going to go after doomsday preppers and religious cults and stuff. <laughs> it looks like, kind of looks like an end of the world sort of doomsday situation. Sort of like how you imagine uh, Fallout 4 would be if it was literally like a year afterwards rather than 200 years or whatever it was. Um, it looks like it could be really good. The graphics look top notch. Uh, the whole game looks great. I mean, I love Far Cry 4 so much. Mm. Uh, I've been really looking forward to this. I'm definitely going to be playing through it in single player, but I'm really hoping that we can get it on PC and uh, blast through it in co-op as well. But I don't really have much more to add to it than that. It's just going to be a solid Far Cry game in co-op. Yeah, I um, I played through three, and I played I played that into the kind of full completion, as it were, on my own. I didn't actually realise you could play the whole thing in co-op. That's that's cool. Uh, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I, I I could be completely making that up. No, I'm no, pretty I, um, sure that that's true. I played it when I was in Vancouver, so I wouldn't have. I wasn't doing much co-op gaming at the time, so I would have. I think, I would I not think have it's going to be like, like Borderlands kind of co-op style thing. I think. But the new one, sorry, yes, you definitely will be able to play the whole thing in full co-op. But I meant Far yeah. Cry Three. But um, yeah, and then Far Cry Four, I've picked up and keep wanting to play, but I haven't yet. And if it had full yeah, co-op, we, we I need think to do I would have played it by now. Yeah, we definitely should. Um, so I was really excited, especially when they did Far Cry. F- primal i was really worried they were dropping co-op for good because they didn't have any in that did they no but, there was um, nothing at all so i was super excited to see you can play the full campaign through in far cry 5 and that's going to be a blast that's a yeah, pretty that's cool. be great not enough love for co-op games but there seemed to be quite a lot of e3 this year so yeah um, so there's an awful lot i mean you always get a lot of things where it's like oh look it's a huge open world and everyone can mm. interact with it it's like an mmorpg but not and there's everyone there, and it's like, oh, I don't, uh, I don't want that. I just literally want to play a game where me and you can fire up and jump into a world and blast yeah. shit up. 
Uh, I say that now, and then I know as soon as this podcast ends, you're going to say, should we play an hour of Dying Light in the co-op campaign? We'll, you know, blast some zombies up, and I'll be like, nah, fuck it, Rocket League. So. <laughs> but no, we, so uh, I say that now. But, uh. I know what you mean, though. Like the, I, I also have a... I do like things like Destiny, but not too much because they're too open. I like the tighter experience you get with a story-driven game, and when you can play it together, even better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone loves watching movies with their friends, and doing fun things with their friends so but uh, let's move on to the next game so the next one talking about destiny that would have been a good segue if i was quicker beautiful segue Um, i thought that's what you were going for (laughs) but no you know (laughs) only done 20 episodes need to need to sharpen up a bit more um yeah so the next game which is uh basically bioware does destiny by the looks of things and it's called anthem and I'm I'm pretty torn on this so far, but I'll give you the skinny. So first of all, it looks incredibly pretty. Um, it was one of the hey, look at it on one of the new consoles, and um, it's going to be class like when it comes out. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, unfortunately not. But no, it's going to be class based. So, um, and they said something about there being kind of sub abilities. So I guess there's going to be some customization in there, so you can you can further the customize still sounding like destiny right um there's gonna be a big open world which you can go around and do missions and quests destiny although they did mention it's hopefully going to be a bit more living um as opposed to destiny which kind of just has these oh one-off random events that pop up on a really regular easy to spot basis this is going to be a bit more uh random i think and hopefully the events it sounds like the events are going to be more hey this event's happening in everyone's world be part of it because it's going to be over at some point and then it, it's gone, you know. Um, the traverse will look quite fun. So you're going to get an exosuit so you can kind of dash around and move around a lot quicker. And that looked pretty nice. And they confirmed at E3 or someone did over Twitter, I think, had a conversation with one of the devs that the action is going to be in third person. But when you move into the hub areas, it's going to be first person. Uh, they're spinning the same old, it's a 10 year journey as Destiny have. And... Um, and it's going to be, you know, very team play and co-op focused. The trailer had all the really cheesy, hey, you, why don't you throw a grenade? Oh, get back. Uh, but um, but it Amazing. still looks really fun. So I'm, I'm not sure because of Destiny, if I've got space for two Destinies in my life. That's the only downside, really. But it did look really good. And um, I'll tell you how many, how many Destinies I have space for in my life. None. <laughs> I did not like Destiny at all. You were not a fan, were you? I, I remember when it came what? out. As a launch launch day title purchase, a drunken launch day title purchase, I was like, eh, I don't really want to play. Oh, it looks pretty good. I get it. And then I was like, eh, shit. It's not for me. <laughs> so I don't think this will be either because Bioware has gone downhill for me of late as well. So I'm not I'm, I'm not sold. It'll, it'll take a lot of convincing, but I, I believe they've got a lot of time to convince me. Yes, because this too is coming uh, next year, right at the end of next year, I think. So we're looking, there's going to be more at E3, I guess, next year before it's released probably q4 uh, 2018 plus inevitable nice. delays so so uh march 2019 <laughs> <laughs> come out alongside uh, destiny 3 <laughs> and it's fine i'm sure we'll be playing it on the ps4 with my friday night gang and then uh if it is genuinely different to destiny i can let you know and we can give it a shot and say yeah i'll tell you a game <laughs> that i am excited for that i definitely we need to play um that you can't play on ps4 because it is a microsoft exclusive to xbox and windows 10 and oh. that is 
Sea of Thieves by Rare, mm. one of my favorite publishers. Um, now, I, I had very mixed feelings about this. It's a, basically a pirate simulator. Um, a lot of people were like, oh, it's like Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, uh, in that there is a similarity that they're both about pirates. <laughs> um, you know, it's very similar to Lego Pirates of the Caribbean that way. Uh, it's, it's There's water basically. and boats. <laughs> oh, and rum. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I'm going to get it in now, get it in early while I can. But Polygon had a brilliant subtitle for this, which was Yo-Ho-Ho and a Bottle of Fun, <laughs> which I love. I love that. Let's uh, just hope we're case, not saying in two years' time, where did all the fun go? Why is the fun well, always gone? I, I do have issues with this, but the basic point of it is that it is a co-op pirate simulator where you're all on a ship. So one of you will be captain, one of you is going to be a swabby, one of you is going to be navigator or whatever. Uh, and you kind of go off and sail the seven seas and pirate and plunder and do all, all the nice stuff that pirates do. Uh, and it looks really good. The, the thing that convinced me was actually a developer diary video a few months ago. And it looked a huge amount of fun with a few people playing it. Now, I don't know how well it's going to work with two people because I've not seen any video of just two people playing it mm. um i'm also not sure if it would work with randoms on the internet if there's not like a story to tie it all together it could fall flat it could be like a very um what was that terrible game no man's sky kind of feeling yeah to it. it's sort of just a big open world the, where you don't the, have anything that is, to do that is the real fear i have of this game is that it's very much like it's kind of like No Man's Sky. Obviously, it's being backed by Rare, big studio that everyone's heard of. Uh, it's an exclusive Xbox title, so they're pu uh, like pushing it as much as they can. And it seems to be getting a lot of hype, and it could come out and then just be like, eh, eh, bit of pirates. But the video looked good, so I'm 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 cautiously, optimistically intrigued. Uh, and I imagine, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it's a Play Anywhere title. So if you buy it on mm. Xbox, you can play it on Windows, or you can play it on xbox which i really like I, I like that option that was another one um, that had a really cheesy uh <laughs> really i bet cheesy it did voiceover at the thing but it did look really fun i mean it, they, they went through a video where they they pirated uh piloted their ship to a place all got off and then they went into a dungeon killed some skeletons dug the treasure up and got it back to the ship uh it looked fun but again it it did look like there wasn't a story so i think that's going to be the real yeah. big deciding factor for me. I hope there's some underlying thing driving it's gonna, driving it along. It'll make or break based on the stories, the personal stories it generates for you. Like that was what No Man's Sky was supposed to do, and it didn't. Um, Elite Dangerous arguably does do that, where it is all very random, but you sort of mm. get a little bit of story and cool stuff happens. Uh, so it remains to be seen where it's going to fall on that scale, but. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic at this stage. Just hoping maybe I can. Uh, I like pirates. Hoping I can plunder a pirate ship, get all the players to just scrub my deck, and they all they have to do is keep pushing A to scrub my deck for the whole time. <laughs> That's the uh, subtitle for the show right there. Scrub my deck. <laughs> Pre press A to scrub my deck. <laughs> nice Mo moving on moving swiftly on to uh, yeah, the, zombie this conversation's decaying <laughs> <laughs> now i have to put the explicit tick box on uh, the show thank you ben um no moving on quickly to zombie apocalypses <laughs> when hasn't there been an e3 when there's been a screen full of zombies but this time i'm going to talk about state of decay 2 
Which, That's um, unfair. I thought Sony executives were pretty animated this time around. <laughs> Ayo. <laughs> um, State of Decay 2. So the first one was available on Xbox, and this was it was a long time ago. Uh, and I never played it, but I heard really good things about it, and I'm a bit sad that I didn't play it, because looking at the sequel, it looks really good. Um, the sequel is the first one to have co-op, so it's not something we could just buy and play together, the, the previous one, unfortunately. But it looks like basically a zombie apocalypse simulator. So um, you head out into the, the wilderness, you build a base, you have to worry about all the resources. There's not enough food, not enough bullets, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I think there's, you know, genuinely, it looks like genuinely in-depth base building. Uh, and But the couple of really novel things are you actually have a community of people and you can switch characters in that community. I don't know if it's at will or when you're back at base, but frequently... Uh, and then if a character dies, they're dead. So permadeath. Um, so you can get attached to the people in your base, but don't get too attached because they might not live for too long. I and it's going <laughs> to... You hate them anyway. Fuck it off and die. Yeah. <laughs> I want your food. <laughs> you're just going to walk them out into the wilderness and watch them get eaten while your main character just sits in a rocking chair, rocking back and forth. <laughs> die, all of you horrible people. Stop disturbing I heard, me. I heard there's some medkits in that pit over there. <laughs> Jump in and get them for me, would you? Um, <laughs> it's going to feature drop-in, drop-out co-op. Now, I'm not sure if that means it's going to be a little bit Forza Horizon-y in the sense of uh, you drop into my game, take over my guys, and then we play together. So I'm not sure if it will have the full story kind of feeling for the second or subsequent players. But, you know, I hope it does. I hope some of the progression can go back to your own community. Um I don't really know how it's going to work, so I can't say a comment on that yet. But it'd be nice if there was a benefit for you dropping into my game, not just, hey, yeah. I'm here to play. We, we generally prefer a a full co-op experience where you're actually both dropped in. I mean, even if you do it the shitty Halo way where the cutscenes show there's one person and then when you appear, there's two of you, but you always get referred to as there being one person. So it's like a single player game split in two. At least you're playing together, which is nice. Mm, Whereas when it's like, oh, it's one huge shared open world, but actually you're in their open world where only their stuff's unlocked, not yours. So it's not a shared open world. It's uh, Then it gets blurry and difficult and you never know if you're going to unlock something you shouldn't or get credit for something that's annoying. But it's just mm. the state of things at the moment, really. But I think it's um, from the the look of the video, it's you know more on the dying light side of the of the horror, not the fun dead island. I don't think it's going to be too horror, not in a shit you up kind of way. Um, but yeah, there you know there were some good character and I'm not going to say emotional from the the trailer because there wasn't enough. But yeah, there were people being emotional in the trailer, so it's got. <laughs> got some feels going on in there, which is like it's got, it's got scope for being emotional. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's a, uh, it's not kind of dead rising. <laughs> we just kicked a zombie and it flew into the sky or something, you know, uh, which has got a, its own good place as well. But it just looks looks reasonably serious and looks like a lot of fun. So I'm pretty excited for it. I have to cool. wait uh, basically a year, Q1 or Q2 2018. Um, whenever I see that, that means Q2. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. And Q2 and generally means Windows. August. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last day of Q2 2018. Yeah. Um, Very odd definition of spring. <laughs> so speaking of, um, you know, 
dark and serious games uh, moves me on to my final one that I wanted to bring up, which is Mario and Rabbids Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> which can uh, it's been rumoured for a long time. There was a long running rumour of oh, there's going to be a crossover game with Mario and the Rabbids, which are Ubisoft's. I forget what they first turned up in, but they're essentially the minions from Despicable Me, but they're rabbits. <laughs> um, yeah. I think they were like in some weird mini game for the Wii, weren't they? Was that where they came from? I have I no idea. Where I'm the pretty sure it was a from. pretty sure it was a Wii game that they turned up in first, and then it got popular, and they did a shit ton of stuff with them. So this is inexplicably your Mario, your Peach, your Luigi, you're chilling out in a Mushroom Kingdom, and then a warp pole appears and then these weird crazed rabbits show up and they're dressed like you for some reason <laughs> it's like little rabbit dressed as mario one as peach and then you fight them but you don't fight against the rabbits you like split into teams so it could be like mario and a rabbit <laughs> dressed as peach and a rabbit dressed as luigi versus actual luigi peach and a rabbit dressed as mario and it's like what and then Mario pulls out like a gun and like just yeah, shoots like a rabbit guns, right? in the head and stuff. It's weird. It's very odd. Uh, it's basically XCOM. That's that is the game. It, it it's just XCOM, <laughs> but with and that's even weirder, right? I mean, rabbits. who picks that it's... sort of game for those characters? <laughs> when when it was sort of first announced, like oh, Mario and Rabbit's crossover. It's like oh yeah, that's going to be a fun WarioWare style party mm. game where things are a bit crazy and a bit Japanese and a bit weird, like One Two Switch. Uh, but no, it's XCOM with cross-dressing <laughs> rabbits that are dressing as Mario. It's very peculiar, but it looks really fun. <laughs> that's, the, that's the annoying thing. It's, it's very easy to be flippant about it. But then the trailer, I was watching it going, I definitely am going to buy this. This, this yeah. will be a launch title purchase. Now, the problem is uh, that apparently there's not much detail that I could find at the moment about it. Um, it's local co-op only. So uh, that sucks. It sucks, especially when you realise it's a Switch exclusive, so local co-op means a Joy-Con each. Or so £120 worth of Pro Controllers on the TV. <laughs> yes, maybe. Because <laughs> uh, they've got some weird rules about that, which we've discussed before. But anyway, um, it doesn't look like there's online co-op or anything like that, which seems really odd to me for a turn-based strategy game, because even yeah, iOS can do that. Yeah, like the perfect candidate for something to play online. Yeah, I mean... I mean it, if Apple's Game Center can do turn-based games as standard, <laughs> you would think that the Switch could do it, but apparently not. Uh, so I'm, again, it's a definite purchase for me. I'll, I'll definitely want to play a single player. If there is some online co-op, I will definitely play that. If there is local co-op and we can play when we happen to be together and have mm. our two pro controllers, then we will play it. I'm 100% sure. But, yeah, uh, I'm going to be buying it at launch as well. Yeah, it, it doesn't look as good as it should have been in that there could be you know, proper online multiplayer stuff. But the good news is it comes out uh, next month or the month after. It's August, I believe. August this mm. year. It was like yeah. a real surprise. Like, oh, <laughs> holy shit, it's coming out. You know, well kept much immediately. for the games industry nowadays. That's good. Yeah, I mean, Nintendo's good at that stuff. Everyone else is yeah. just clamouring to go, hey, look at these 20 trailers for this game coming out in three years, whereas <laughs> Nintendo is much more Apple-like in that regard, where they're like, we've been working on this for a while, it comes out in two months, enjoy. Yeah, so, which is great, because we'll, you, we'll you can get that game earlier. There's a couple of interesting facts about this game that stick in my head. One of them I learned from you, and that's uh, in 
really interesting that this comes out on the same day as that XCOM oh, yeah. DLC, massive XCOM 2 DLC, right? And it's coming Huge out exactly the same XCOM day, 2 DLC. Is... <laughs> I mean, I don't think the two are going to compete because one's a fun Switch, you know, laid back game and the other one is not coming to Switch. So I don't think it matters. I just thought it was interesting that they're both uh, basically the same style of game. It which is seems quite to just be an un- unlucky coincidence that... Yeah. <laughs> An XCOM 2 clone is coming out on the day of a massive XCOM 2 DLC. <laughs> and it's just another interesting fact is that this is the first time Mario is going to carry a weapon, apparently, that isn't spraying water or something, you know, an actual yeah, killing people true. weapon. So, yeah. I mean, arguably, you could say a Mario Kart because he's ch- <laughs> chucking those red shells around. True. And, I mean, he true. turns into a bullet bill and leaves bananas behind him, the littering bastard. But, uh, yeah, that was the bit that threw me. I was watching the trailer and I was like, okay, there's rabbits, there's dressed as Peach. That's weird. Okay. (laughs) Creepy. Um, Okay, what game is this going to be? So I'm expecting a mini game. I'm expecting to see someone milking a rabbit any minute now. Yeah. No. I don't want to see that. Thanks. Mario's whipped out a laser pistol and he's just dispatched (laughs) a rabbit dressed as Peach. Interesting. Interesting. (laughs) Batshit crazy. We promised you batshit yes. crazy, and there that's, it was. That's proper Japanese mental right there. I love it. <laughs> love it. Anyway, so let's, two uh, more let's, games let's wrap this up. I want to, um, <laughs> yeah, two more games that I want to bring up before we just rattle off a few at the end. Um, there was one that was in the PlayStation um, announcements, and that Good. was called Hidden Agenda. And it's an action-adventure, kind of crime-solving cop, almost like a cop drama, but as a game where you're chasing a serial killer called The Trapper. And his his thing is that he leaves traps on the body, so the, the first responder who goes to the body gets to trigger the trap and probably die. Um, but it's a... What was that game from... Oh, the name was here, but now it's gone. There's a, a similar game from the PS3 where you would go back and, uh, you know, move around trying to solve the crime, and it was something people apparently used to play streamed quite a lot or or sharing the experience in the living room and uh yeah i think it's the cop drama episode of csi feel is pretty strong la la noir no it's for the uh, it was a sony exclusive and it was oh, okay. um, i don't know what it is it was like soul heavy rain maybe that's the one heavy oh rain. heavy rain i was gonna say heavy rain because that's one of the few ps3 exclusives i've heard of that's highly thought of and so mm. i thought is it heavy rain i said like, i'm not gonna say it because i'll be wrong I don't know if it's the same studio, but I got very strong vibes from the heavy rain feel. And um, but there's uh, so yeah, I think primarily the game is going to be you know going around talking to people, trying to solve these crimes. Uh, Maybe a little bit of reflexes, and they said there's going to be quick time events where people can die in the way that you know the character will then be dead. I think is the point. Not oh, you have to restart. You know, so they'll kind of like a telltale game. Yeah, I think probably a little bit more involved, but not much. Um, and uh, yeah, so one of the selling points is that many of the characters, most, maybe all, I'm not sure, will be able to live or die throughout the, the story. So there's an incentive for getting your choices right. But the really cool thing is that the game's designed to be played in groups. So they will use the, I don't know, fancy new connect your phone to your PlayStation Play Link or something, um, where... And the idea is you play it in a group and everyone gets to kind of vote on what action to take. 
And that in itself is quite interesting. So, hey, how are you going to approach this guy? Are you going to get angry? Are you going to shoot him? Or are you going to give him the chance? But if you give him a chance, maybe he shoots you because you don't take the first shot. And then you'll, you'll all vote and then use that to drive the narrative forwards. But one person will get a secret objective or a hidden agenda. And um, they all have to do a certain thing, uh, which I guess will often kind of result in screwing the players over. And the other players need to try and figure out who that person is. But so that means the guy with the secret objective is going to be kind of making the odd bad decision, but not ones that are obviously bad. <laughs> Otherwise, mm. you'll know who it is and you can call them out. So whether they'll actually be, I guess they won't be the killer. They didn't really say what this involved, but I guess they'll be someone who is a friend of the killer or knows the killer or wants to be like the killer. That's my gut feeling. So you're you're going to be trying yes. to help the killer somehow. But the players, you know, the other players won't know who you are. So sounds, sounds interesting. Cool. Well, when's that coming out? Well, that's actually going to, it just says 2017, the only information oh, I have. So December. Probably the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably the end of this year. Nice. Um, but yeah, maybe when we next meet up to play games, that could be the sort of thing we could play together. So yeah, that sounds cool. Uh, last game that I wanted to pick up on specifically was something called Deep Rock Galactic. And I've noticed it's on Steam. It was during the Xbox uh, show, but it's also on Steam. And I guess they're, it's an Xbox exclusive, quote unquote, I, and also on PC. Um, and it's a really, it's a fairly low poly, colorful game. So it stood out immediately where you play space dwarfs. <laughs> um, in procedurally generated cave systems and you have to kind of fight your way through monsters dig and mine through the cave system and then explore your way around um it wasn't clear from the trailer what the overarching objectives are but i'm pretty sure it's going to be a class-based game where you can play as like a driller or an engineer or a gunner or a scout um and you work together as a team you can play at co-op or on your own and you have to go into these mines and and presumably get some sort of minerals or kind of treasure you know in a sci-fi way but it, it looked fun i think it could be really cool i don't know if you would play it two-player and have yeah. two ai joining you but it looked it sounds really interesting. interesting what uh what platform was that on did you say uh windows and xbox and it okay. looked very um very yeah you know, i don't not to sound harsh but it, it looks very indie you know it's a it's one of those um not yeah. super, super polished games, but it does look... But that also means it could be really interesting, right? Because they can be a bit more free and open with what they do. So it looks good. That's true. That's true. I don't know if this was right. just from the trailer or not, but I. Uh, it also looked like a kind of no UI game, or at least normally no UI, because all the bullet counts are on the guns. So I'm not sure if that was just for the trailer or not, but it that was kind of interesting too. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Well, um, I'll I'll rattle through a a few other games, I guess, of uh, of ones that were announced that we won't go in, in depth. Uh, so, Need for Speed Payback, which I I know nothing about, but you know, it's what is it's like the fiftieth Need for Speed game at this point. It's probably more of the same, <laughs> I would guess. It's probably got twenty five new hues of blue for the strip lighting underneath <laughs> that you can play. Uh, the Crew Two, which is. More, yeah, that's more the massively of, more of the crew. driving game, right? So, yeah, that had weird. massive issues at launch. 
kind so of surprised it's, it's got a sequel, but it may be yeah, a bit better I'm than I thought. Very surprised, but uh, apparently people people like it. Being a sequel, it probably has a really good single player coming up in it. So. <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you could die, I know nothing about these games. Um, okay, this is an interesting genre of game that John has listed in our document. It just says bullshit <laughs> sports games, FIFA, <laughs> NHL, etc. <laughs> So Not a yes, massive sports game fan myself, yeah. so all those um, games that come out every year. So FIFA 2018 is coming out with slightly better chiseled hair for each player, and <laughs> NHL's probably got better hockey sticks, I guess. Is that hockey? Probably. Whatever. More beating on the Canadians, you know. Okay, so there are three that I am actually excited for. So one of them is a bit, bit odd. You wouldn't think we'd mention it in a co-op game, uh, which is Super Mario Odyssey. Um, <laughs> and you don't often think of Mario as a co-op game, but Super Mario Galaxy, both 1 and 2, did have an odd form of co-op whereby the second player could use the Wiimote to control like a little mm. cursor that could pick up the stars that you could collect. And so while one person was playing through, you could literally help collect shit, basically. Um, and to be fair, I watched my friend Phil play, uh, I think it was Super Mario Galaxy 1, um, and I played that role. I just sat there with a Wiimote <laughs> drinking and generally picking up collectibles. And you could also like point at Mario and press a button to give him like mm. an extra jump. Yeah, uh, so you could yeah. help out in some tricky bits. And it was really fun, actually. It was a, a really nice couch co-op experience. It was a bit different. Um, and in any case, Super Mario Odyssey has something similar where you can play as Cappy, the <laughs> cap with eyes. Um I'm sure there's a co-op cappy pun in there somewhere, but I just can't bring myself to do it. Uh, one of the interesting things about it is that, uh, which, which I'll be mentioning in my update next week, is that um, someone got in trouble the other day for saying that the cap possesses things because mm-hmm. you basically possess like a T-Rex and Mario's soul enters the T-Rex's <laughs> body and it grows a moustache and a hat. Uh <laughs> And Nintendo were the very The moustache is so brilliant. That's oh, one of my best bits of the E3. So oh, you now control the dinosaur with a moustache. Nintendo were very quick to reply to say that you did not possess them, but Cappy simply captured them. That's <laughs> like, uh... In any case, it looks like Player 2 will be able to do something with Cappy. There's not many details about what that will be yet, but it will be a couch co-op experience where you basically will... It's designed, I think, probably for kids, so you can have like a younger kid that isn't tactile enough to play the game fully but wants to be involved in it can assist, uh, which is essentially what I did when I was 24 with uh, <laughs> Super Mario too, Galaxy. Too drunk to help. <laughs> yeah, that's... That's my tagline. <laughs> uh, so another game is uh, Total War Warhammer 2, um, which is a really interesting game in that it's kind of like an expansion for Total War Warhammer, because if you have the original, you can merge the two together to make one huge epic campaign, which sounds really mm. interesting. It's a standalone game on its own, but when you join the two together, you can do more stuff. Um, and so it's going to be more of the same, that you know, multiplayer fighting, you know, that that kind of stuff is is more of the same, but still excited for it because um, we need to play Total War Warhammer together because we both we should do it a run of separately. that. I'd really like to play it co-op and see it off multiplayer and see how it goes. Yeah, uh, and then my final one, which I only remembered while we were talking uh, during the episode, is Red Dead Redemption Two. Now oh. nothing has been announced for multiplayer, nothing at all. 
but Red Dead Redemption had, to my mind, one of the finest multiplayer experiences ever because it had a legitimate shared open world where you could go in with friends and you could go and do stuff. Like you could go down to Thieves Landing and play a few rounds of Liar's Dice just with randoms Mm. in a tavern. Or you could roam around fighting bandits like in their gang hideouts and stuff. You could round up a posse and just like roam around doing good or doing bad. It was such Remember that. That was really cool. Beautiful, beautiful piece of multiplayer. Um, massive amounts of fun. And then the expansion for the undead stuff added like some cool horde modes and stuff, which were fun. Um, yeah, I played that a little bit. It was just more fun in a good world. So Yeah. Based on the strength of GTA Online, uh, I would bet a sizable chunk of money that Red Dead Redemption 2 will follow that. Would you? Uh, would you so, eat your cappy? Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't because it has a soul in it. Um, <laughs> I fear that we're not going to get the nice same Red Dead Redemption multiplayer we had previously. Instead, it will be a microtransaction fueled mm. piece of hell. Oh hey, go and spend seven pounds to buy some doubloons so you can buy a slightly <laughs> nicer suit. Um, <laughs> will probably be what it is with some like heist mechanic where you fight gangs and stuff but none of it's been announced but i'm still excited to see what it is because mm. uh that is probably my most anticipated game of the year or at least it was until they pushed it back to next year <laughs> so yeah I, I, it's kind of cheeky to mention it in this context because it was not mentioned once at e3 but uh no, I'm i think gonna, it's gonna put it in anyway because i'm damn well excited about it so sneak uh, it there on we the go. end good Yep. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks ever so much for listening. That brings our E3 2017 co-op highlight show to a close. So if you think we missed something or would like us to do a show on a, a different game, then just hit us up on Twitter at CDHCast and you can look through our back catalogue of episodes at our website, connectingtohost.co.uk. And if you like the show, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Thanks again.